0: Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is the Upper Tier Podcast brought to you on YouTube. Also, audio versions of the show are available on Spotify, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Joining me tonight for coverage of the FA Cup fourth round draw, two very happy Liverpool fans, I would imagine. Uh, True to the next round, even with everything going against us in terms of players and the virus and AFCON and everything, so we, we'll take it and we'll get into that. You'll see it later in our match reaction on the channel. But this is our coverage of the fourth round draw. Dino, how are
1: we? Could not be better, my man. Could not be better. As you know, I'm an avid fan of the underage system at Liverpool and I'm like a proud father today to see so many get in the game. Some performed, some the nerves got a bit the better of them, but uh, Look, 4-1 win at home, first game in two weeks, massive game coming up during the week um, I think we needed that goal to give us a little kick in the arse But uh, all round happy man, just waiting on the usual now We always seem to get that little easy number in the, the third round of the FA Cup So uh, I'm expecting Man City, Chelsea are the winner of United and Villa in the next round
0: yeah, and look, do you know something, I I, t- I take the winner of Villa are annoyed because I I wouldn't mind seeing Philip Coutinho again up against the Reds. That'd be an me interesting. Per-
1: me me personally, I would love Bardon Bottom Wood at Anfield to give them a massive day out. It's all about the magic of the FA Cup, <laughs> not not playing your 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 uh, your league title fucking uh false but uh, yeah, it's a look at the draw is now. We take who, who we get, but um, it would yeah. it would be nice to get that magic at the FA Cup and get someone that's coming up from League yeah. One or non League. The, the, the romance of the FA Cup, exactly. Uh,
0: what was your making of who's gone out? Leeds went out today. Uh, Newcastle yeah, yeah. crashed out yesterday.
1: Come here, unsurprisingly, Leeds crashed out yesterday. That. I've been watching, I watched a couple of interviews during the week, one with Ryan Taylor, who was a Liverpool fan, but he played for Newcastle and he was talking about the richest club in the world. I was like, well, well mate, you need to just take a 10 step backwards and talk about the realism of Newcastle Football Club at the moment, because regardless of how much money they have, I'm convinced that they're going down. Um yes they were well, I, I, I only realized after I'd seen the results that they were at home as well. Like that it's just not acceptable. they had a full strength team Um and Eddie Howe should have been looking at that as as getting it. well, maybe he was, and um, they're just shit, but he should have been looking at that as get a win against Cheltenham, get a bit of momentum going, get a bit of confidence up. Um yeah. Lee it's gone out, just gone all wrong for them this year, isn't it? You know, the injuries aren't helping, but yeah. personally i think that Biesler is it would probably more than be happy to be out of cup now and just have that sole focus of getting a little run going in the second and a half of the season and um, just looking at the results from today scores survived the scare um kind of as expected today the results
0: um yeah a number, a number of teams survived the scare i mean if you look at them um, i mean everton yesterday lucky to get through against hull if you look at southampton very lucky to get through. They were down to 10 men, I think, just about got through against, um, who were so time, Swansea, um, Brighton, yeah. Maupay again with a late one in injury time to get Brighton through. Um, so yeah, there was some, um, some, some real scares out there for the Premier League sides and obviously with everything that's going on with players that they're missing for whatever reason through injury or the virus or AFCON or whatever it is, the Premier League teams are really failing at the moment. I mean, Spurs really struggled today against Markham, um, and it was only when they brought on the Loic Kane and Moira and players like that that's when they turned it up, and that's really, you know.
1: Yeah, uh, just looking at the goal here from the Liverpool game that they scored. The old shit Shehousry he from he's obviously a United fan. They under an uh celebration, but um, like fair, play to Shrewsbury. I know we're talking about other games, were fair play Shrewsbury. Like they, they had no fear. You know what I mean? It took them scoring for us to kind of. It looked like the Liverpool of old, where you know, took us going a goal down to kind of get the heads out of the sand. But um, mm. yeah, look, these, these these things happen. We're just looking at some of the results from yesterday, Um you know, the, the you you look to be a neutral the, the Barnsley and Borough game four four, um, and kid of in inside, You know, you're just seeing some of that romance of the FA Cup yesterday, the the the, the scenes in the dressing yeah. rooms. Barum Wood winning, Kid Minster beating Redden. That that's you you love that as a neutral, don't you? Mm. And as as you said, um, looking at the, the big the big games today, like Spurs surviving the scare but had to throw on the big ones. I just want a special mention out to Simon Jordan. You fucking wanker. Sorry for the language. He he was all about Liverpool having to field their under nines during the week. It was like if the, if there's players available tough, you know, we're all suffering through COVID. Sorry, pal, I don't think you realise, but the whole of the Liverpool training facilities was closed down. I don't think you've been around the last couple of years to know that we moved from our original training facility to where we are now. So the whole of the club could train in the one place. So um, that kind of, with a bit of common sense, Simon, means everybody was out training, you fucking pillock. I think... um, I just go back to your sunbed and dye in your hair and we'll worry about the Liverpool stuff I, here I, on the
0: I, I think part of it is he was trying to get um, the He was trying, to, get the, the he was trying on. to be relevant. He was no. trying to rally up the Gooners in terms of, because the match was called off and stuff like that. But today, obviously, we,
1: showed, I, I have a couple of friends who are Arsenal fans and they're more than happy with the way things have gone that the first leg is now at Anfield and the second leg is at, at uh, the Emirates. More than happy with the outcome yeah. of things. But, well, yeah, this this fellow likes him and Jamie O'Hara. They like to say stuff to stay relevant, you know, kind of throw yeah. that little spanner out there that people might. Well, I, I even do I
0: even time. said it the other day. The last thing we would want is that the first leg is on Anfield. We'd always want the second leg at Anfield.
1: Hundred million percent.
0: Um, so, so even even though they turned around and they postponed the game, they still find a way to kick us. You know that kind of way. That's so as
1: but, soon as as soon as we posted what what the the announcement was in your league. Like, even when they help us, they fuck us.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know what I mean? And, and it's true. It's absolutely yeah. true because no one else has had this you know what I mean no one else has had a game postponed like that but yeah had a fixture changed and being punished about it now I know Spurs moved out of the Europa Conference and stuff like that and they're appealing it and stuff like that but seriously like you know what I mean the turnaround and go right well because of fixture congestion which is you know it's not Liverpool's fault that there's fixture congestion we can't do anything about this situation same as any other club you know what I mean but I just you know you just look at it and you go yeah we're going to reschedule we're going to reschedule the game so your first leg is going to be at home your second leg is away and I'm there going That's proper Shea really You know I mean We didn't have a team We didn't even have a manager Our third no. Our third our fourth guy took training For two I've days Robbie, this
1: I've been. seen Robbie Fowler Said that he'd be more than willing To step in And manage the team For the game
0: He'd be nearly more than willing To step in And play up front For us the way things were going
1: Great right. we're, we're, we're here to do a show On the FA Cup draw Which yeah. is about to start But I'll leave it at, On the subject Of Liverpool with this So who, who do you want Them to draw um come here, I, I don't you're obviously gonna say you don't care who you get. I really want to get United at Anfield, but I also want United to lose tomorrow night against Villa because they're at home as well. But just, just on the subject of Liverpool, I just want to say this one more time. Liverpool football club makes the whole of England's piss boil, and I fucking love it. <laughs> I fucking love it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, we're here. You're joining us anyway, live for a live what reaction. What would you like in the
1: Cup, Lyle?
0: I honestly, do you know when you talk about these Cups, it's similar to when we talk about the Champions League or the Carabao Cup. I honestly, at times, don't care who we get because you're going to have to beat people on the way to get to the final. So it doesn't really bother me at all, you know. I mean, obviously, we probably at this stage with everything that's going on and with the players we have out and players that are away and stuff like that, probably want to avoid the likes of City and stuff like that, you know what I mean? But then... You know, outside outside of that, I'm not really overly concerned, to be honest. You know what I mean? No. Um. But yeah, the draw is just starting there now. They'll go through the, the formalities of it, um, letting us know what the numbers are and stuff like that. And then once the draw starts, we'll bring it to you. This is our live reaction, our live reaction, but the, the episode will go out in about we it. we
1: number, number six, and I think we ball number six, are we? David James, he's always very dapper, isn't he? He's like Benjamin Button, he is. He looks younger now than when he was in Liverpool odd years ago. Keeps himself in great nick, doesn't he? Yeah, big time. Big time. He'd he'd fancy himself now, one of them white suits in 2022, wouldn't he?
0: Yeah,
1: 100%. (laughs) I think he was the only Liverpool player who didn't mind wearing a fucking white suit back then. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah.
0: There's that iconic trophy now, the FA Cup. How do you, you feel about the FA Cup? I know over the last few years, Klopp has kind of like, both the League Cup and the FA Cup, he kind of hasn't really bothered with it really because of our, our involvement at the top of the league in, in terms of title race or top four and also our involvement in the Champions League. So both of these have gone on a back burner, but you get the feeling this year um, he's a little bit of interest in both. I
1: think, I think the way things have gone with the squad and losing players through injury and like, let's kind of be honest. It's gonna take a massive amount of luck now if we're to go on and win the league. Um, I don't fear anybody in the Champions League. Two massive games coming up with Inter Milan. But regarding the league, I think Klopp has realised now. I was reading an article in the Sunday World saying that, like, Liverpool Football Club needs to get the romance of domestic trophies back because there was a time where probably once every two years we'd be going to Anfield South, i.e., Wembley, um. Sorry, forced ball out of hat. is number eighteen. But Crystal Palace at home. Um, I'd absolutely love a domestic. Come here, everybody. would love a domestic trophy double this year. But how nice would it be to get over to Wembley this year for the FA Cup or the Carabao Cup final and celebrate a, a trophy? Nice. Apparently, pulling away to Crystal Palace force force game of a draw. Nice. They'll they yeah. be They'll be very happy with that. Yeah, Bournemouth against Barnwood. Barnwood won't. You know. They fancy themselves in that, you know, massive amount of momentum coming through. Others Town. 27. Ooh. You love seeing them draws where the teams around the same leagues are getting each other, you know, and yeah. the massive incentive of getting again. So gives them
0: up. a chance to go on forward or maybe a good chance of progressing it, get a few quid as well.
1: Peter really United at home. Man City, I'm expecting here. She's all the lower league teams, can draw? This is all setting up for the last up for five, a big six Prem, balls, isn't it? You know, the, yeah. the top six in the Premier League. Yeah. Six.
0: Do you know what and I also three. like about the FA Cup draws as well? Like there's no messing about. No. But you know, with the Champions League, it just takes forever. But this is
1: exciting. It's just straight up. Manchester no United versus Luton Town. Oh, this, the first four games out here, all those clubs. You, you want the big teams, but they're going to be massively happy with what's coming out. Here we go. Number four. I thought we were number four. Number six, we must beat it. <laughs> Southampton. Number eight. Coventry. See, Coventry, I fancy their chances there. They're going well in, in the championship. Yeah. And Southampton struggling. You think they're a few bobbins and having a player sent off every game Chelsea come on man see no no man see Chelsea be playing the big guns in that game again after yesterday <laughs> Jesus Everton take Everton every day that, that'd, be, that'd be a massive game for Everton wouldn't it getting a big team out of Premier League at home it was a Chelsea versus Everton now, Chelsea versus plymouth Argoyle, Everton versus Brentford. Number 11. Kidderminster-Hardius will take that.
0: That's a tough game for Everton.
1: This is setting up nicely for Liverpool versus Man City. You now I'm telling you, West Ham away to Kidderminster-Hardius. Awesome. Manchester United versus Aston Villa. Versus Middlesbrough. Ah. Number 17. Tottenham Hotspur at home. Versus Spurs. Versus Brighton and Hove Albion. That's a great toy. Two massive names still left in the back. Number six. Liverpool at home versus number Cardiff City at home. We'll take that, Noel. We'll take that. Yeah, absolutely. A replay of the uh, Carling Cup final. Oh, know, yeah. Number three, Stoke City. There's really anybody left in it that you probably fancy their chances against Man City. Wigan Athletic versus Stoke. Massive games for them lower league clubs as well, you know, getting that mm. bit of a cup run going, getting that fuel bob yeah. coming in, especially after the pandemic, after riddling them all with death. Not even Forest versus Arsenal or Arsenal versus Leicester City. I'm trying to think was left for Man City. That's, that's, that's a tough one as well. Yeah, Man City Leicester. at
0: home.
1: Number 60. Fulham. Hardy Wilson to score a hat trick. One at the death to knock them out. (laughs) The last two balls 25. Wolverhampton Wanderers versus Norwich City. Norwich will be looking for that game. Just as. They should be relegated by the time that game comes around. So they might fancy themselves a little FA Cup win before they go down. Luke Wigan back in the day. I
0: don't know. The way the points are panning out in the league, it's going to take a while before someone's confirmed as relegated, isn't it? Because they're all just dropping points.
1: Yeah, definitely. Some massive games there. Like Even outside, if you look outside the Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool and Chelsea, Spores maybe, Um, like the, the, the lower teams that you would be talking about, the romance of the Cup and getting the bigger teams, I think the way things have gone with the pandemic and the financial obscurity that they fell into, I think they would be more than happy with getting teams around where they are in their leagues or lower because it means going into that fifth round, you'd expect with the draw, the way the draw's gone, you'd expect Liverpool, Man City, Spurs, Man United or Villa, Chelsea to go through and then you look at them, them other fixtures and they'd be like, you know, getting to the fifth round, you get the money for getting to the fifth round and then Chances are, the the gate of those games, whether they be at home, Man City, they're, they're gonna donate money to the lower league clubs from the gate. You they know, always do well out of it
0: anyway. They always yeah. they always look after the fans as well. The fans they always yeah. give them a
1: good deal on the tickets. And they stuff. pay for the buses and all. You'd expect that from the bigger clubs.
0: Yeah. Um. So what you are thinking? If we run down through with just the Premier League, and so you have Palace versus Hartlepool, that's a that's a Palace all day, isn't it?
1: Yeah, expecting Palace all day, especially at home. And um, just sorry, just where we're talking about Palace uh, subject to talk about on the matchup tomorrow night, the Millwall fans are an absolute disgrace. Yeah, an absolutely. absolute fucking disgrace. Yeah, no, Liverpool got called out Yeah, Liverpool got called out for chance towards um a Norwich player player there recently because he played for Chelsea. Um and they were vilified for it. They need to start talking about other teams doing and making an example.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Southampton versus Coventry—that's an interesting one. That'll be a decent mm-hmm. toy, won't it?
1: Very, very. deep. um, you'd expect on paper Southampton to go through, but Coventry are flying this year. Co- Coventry have kind of lost that fear factor. They've been in obscurity for five or six years, and uh, they're doing very, very well. I'm ho- I'd love Coventry to get to the playoffs. Two of my uncles, Richard and uh, Michael, are avid Coventry fans, so um. Delight for them to get a draw. Where you know on the day, you know if they take their chances, a young a young squad, are flying high in the championship at the moment. You know anything can happen in that game. The way Southampton are going as well with injuries and having players sent off every week, they'd be lucky to have a full strength eleven by the time this game comes around. So, yeah, you'd expect Southampton, but anything can happen in that game. Chelsea versus Plymouth, be straightforward enough, wouldn't it? Yeah, Plymouth win all day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, Everton Brentford, that that's a good toy. Yeah. Um just I, I don't know, it depends on where Brentford are at the time of that. I am gonna go with Brentford on that. Brentford just, you know, Everton are kind of Jekyll and Hyde this season. Um mm. got a bit lucky yesterday, if if we're honest. Um mm. obviously being a Liverpool fan, you'd like Brentford to win there, but um Jesus again, it's you know, 50-50 on that one. But Brentford on the day could give them a right going over.
0: But I don't know, would we would we fancy Brentford there? I might fancy Everton to go through. Maybe we could get Everton in the next round. I'd rather play yeah. Everton in the next round than Brentford, to be honest.
1: Yeah, we'd have to go over <laughs> again, wouldn't we? Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, Get a minister, West Ham. Hammers, mm-hmm. they're doing well, aren't they? They're playing well.
1: Yeah, they're a cup team. With amazing, Lanzini's kind of reinvigorated himself. Jared Bone is a masculine player. They've got some very, very good players there. David Moyes has built something really, really good there. Um, outside of the top four, you know, West Ham are kind of going about their business. You, you'd like to think that they might keep that momentum going in the second half of the season. Um, but then, as the season goes on, you he might look and say, Right, well, kind of top four might be our reach by the time this comes around," and they might look at the FA Cup as a chance of silverware this year. But um, yeah, West Ham all day. Mm.
0: And then the winner of Villa United versus Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough were very impressive yesterday, first half. But then they kind of fell away and they let the team back into it again. But they were 2 0 up and they were cruising and they seemed to just
1: mm-hmm. fall asunder. Yeah, they've kind of, but they've kind of got a little second win. They were quite, they were doing very, very badly at the start of the season. And uh, is Dean Smith gone in there now, is it? Um yes. Yeah, Dean since he's gone in, he's kind of brought that Premier League news in and probably walking with what he... No, not Dan can...
0: Smith. Sorry, Dean Smith's gone to Norwich, Chris Wilder.
1: Chris Wilder, sorry. Yeah, well, I know. Yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris Wilder going in, you know, he's got that news. He's been there before in the championship with Sheffield United. So, you know, he's, he's probably gone in, with, obviously, he's gone in with a new mindset and um, giving them a little burst of life. But um, mm. they'd be looking at this as a little chance to to get them a bit of momentum going. Um, I'd say the champ, the playoffs are a bit out of reach for them this mm. season. Um, but after the start of the season, they've had, they're, they're doing quite well now. Um, But on that day, you know, Villa, you know, might get caught cold. Um, Man United, you just don't know what Man United is 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 going to turn up. So Mm -hmm. you're not me, honestly. And I know it's it's a top Premier League team against a Championship team, but I wouldn't be surprised, regardless of who gets through tomorrow night, if Middlesbrough had done them. It's the Mm -hmm. magic of the FA Cup, now we've seen it happen before. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, Middlesbrough have a good cup uh, pedigree there as well, so. Yeah. As a club, you know Spurs versus Brighton. That's that's one of the toys of the round, isn't it? Potter versus Conte.
1: Spurs yes, not
0: um, doing, not not firing on all cylinders at the moment, but kind of getting the job done. Yeah, Brighton seem to on. be, Brighton seem to be showing a bit of form at the moment. Potter, they're starting to put together a few results now after a, a barren spell of draws. Let's say,
1: yeah, and uh, Mape is on fire. Um, mm. Another one at the death yesterday. Um, I'm gonna stick my neck out here, and I think Brighton might do it by the odd goal.
0: Yeah, I'd nearly think that as well. Yeah, um, Liverpool, Cardiff. These Liverpool, Liverpool,
1: Liverpool, Liverpool every day of the week.
0: Mm. Uh Forest and Arsenal who are playing this evening against uh, Leicester. Um, not sure. Uh, you'd expect Arsenal to go through, wouldn't you? You expect, expect Arsenal? Arsenal.
1: I was looking at the Arsenal team there. They have Charlie Patino, and you know they have a few young lads out there tonight, mm. but. You know, that that experience that they have in the team, I expect Arsenal to, to, to win comfortably here tonight. Yeah. Um, and then going through, Arsenal against Leicester seems an intriguing toy. Um, yeah. You know, Leicester have been Jekyll and Hyde, They've been hot and cold. They got lucky to do us. We couldn't take our chances in the league there last week. Um, who, uh, the winner of this game now was at home against Leicester? Uh, yes. Yes, I'll be yeah, I'm gonna more go. Arsenal at the Emirates against I Leicester. I expect Arsenal, I expect Arsenal to win here tonight and then I expect Arsenal to be Leicester at home. Arsenal are flying this season. and um, they got on. over that little blip at the start of the season and they've been one of and they're playing some good football as well. We talked about it last week yeah. getting a Bambiang out at, out of that team has been it's it's a blessing in disguise. Mm. He's obviously throwing his toys out of the pram, and it's worked out. If you're an Arsenal fan and you disagree with what I've just said. Yeah, not a footballing brand because they needed him gone. You need that big ego. They've got young lads coming through. Yeah, it's all well and good if one of the best yeah. strikers in football, but you need to have a collective unit. It can't be mm-hmm. us and we have a Push him out. Get rid of him now in January on loan if you can, or sell him. That's even better. Get a few bob in. Arsenal have a great setup now. They've got some great players coming through. Tierney is back. Shaka. I know he's out again tonight. He had to test them positive as well, but if you're an Arsenal yeah. fan, you have I'm not saying that they're on the way back to winning trophies, but you know they're going definitely going com- in the way right they're direction.
0: competitive. They're back competitive yeah. again. Does it does a does a, a bite on a hunger there again? So unlucky, so unlucky
1: against Man City last week. Yeah. So yeah. A Couple of unlucky
0: decisions really did the man. A couple of players with a bit of stupidity Stupid. really. Yeah. Um Man City Fulham. It's Man City, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I, I think Chance Man City could play I was gonna say the whole second eleven. We don't even know what the strongest eleven is. Never mind the second eleven. Yeah, the mm-hmm. spec Man City all day in that. Very, very comfortable.
0: And then another intriguing toy. Two teams with um Wolves versus Norwich. Wolves after turning over United and obviously winning well today. Norwich kind of flattering to the save, struggling at times, look okay, and then they recess again.
1: Um what are you thinking on this one? Wolves. I'm going with Wolves, second best defensive record in the league. Um, slow start to the season. I've got got kind of got motoring now. Um yeah, I'm gonna go Wolves on that. Just where we're talking about Wolves, Adama already starting today and whipped off, I think, after 55-60 minutes. Um, if this fellow wants his career to kind of take another level, he needs to get his head out of his arse and stop worrying about putting Vasilane on his arms. He has all the talent in the world. But he just seems to be declining rapidly. He reminds me of that dude they used to play for QPR. What was his name? Adele Terrapt. swear to God, I've never seen a player as good with the ball at his feet as Adele Terrapt. And he just believed in his own hype. And he just fell out of obscurity. And that's the way Adam Traore is gone. He's been linked with Liverpool copious amounts of time. But he's yeah. just not consistent enough. And you'd look at today's fixture against Sheffield United you know, and think, right, here's a chance for me. The pressure of the league is off. Go out here, do the business. Probably might get a goal, whipped off early on. And he's just, he's just far yeah. before he knows he's going to be playing in the championship again with the likes uh, of Fulham I, or something I, like that. I wonder I was he,
0: Yeah, I wonder was he whipped off early because there's a pending medical on the cards this week for a move or something like that. Yeah, I, I wonder, wonder
1: too who because Liverpool
0: Spores are heavily linked with
1: him as well. Do you think though if he goes to the likes of Spurs or if he goes to Liverpool that he can reignite that fire? And because he's in the in the, the mix and pot of challenging for top four and European well, I was gonna say European trophies with Spurs he won't be. But do you think that He's probably looking at saying, I need this move now to get me head on my ass. I
0: think it's I think onto Spurs, yes. I think I think at Spurs, I think he could reignite his career under Conte, Because I think what Spurs' conundrum is at the moment is because they don't have that forward press from midfield that they're lacking. I think they need someone like a Traoré because what they're doing is they're relying on Kane to come back and drop deep all the time, pick up the ball, and then feed the likes of Son or Moira or whoever it is either side of him, and then he has to make that move into the box. And the work rate is probably becoming a little bit too much for him. You know what I mean. And I just, I just see more often than not when I watch Spurs at the moment, you've Kane dropping so deep to try and be the play, similar to what we get at times with Bobby Firmino, where he's nearly playing as a midfielder with a front two nearly because he drops so deep to pick up the play at times when he's not involved. And I think if the already went in there and he made those runs, um, you know, I mean, I, I don't know whether we'll ever get to a point where he finds a shooting boots. He just doesn't seem to have a finish on him, but he certainly. Um,
1: certainly, um, <laughs> ask me why I'm smiling. Go on. Now, look, Bobby is back, baby. Yes, <laughs> there's nothing. I said it to my brother after the game. There's nothing, and he'll 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 uh quote me on this. There's nothing makes me happier than seeing Bobby for me. No smile, yeah. I fucking love that guy. Now, look, Bobby is back, baby.
0: What, what, what you're thinking? We had a discussion on it there last week. Um, is is Jota is Jota first choice now and Bobby second or what do you think,
1: realistically? Yeah. As much well, as we love both of them, as much as I love both of them, but Bobby, you know how I, the love right. I have for Bobby, for me, enough, I could have his kids, I probably would. Uh, sorry, Mandy, if you ever come across this podcast, but um, I just think you you can't deny how good of a sign Diogo Jota had. First of all, when Diogo Jota signed for Liverpool, none of us expected it none of us expected it, it came so out of blue, to hit the ground the way he has, especially with the games, he's missed through injury as well, it's phenomenal, he's mm-hmm. his second in the top scorers list in the Premier League I do believe now that he, he might get another three or four now with, with Mo out and then when Mo comes back, the two of them are head to head for the top scorer in the league mm-hmm. that, that's phenomenal because you have that hunger of Mo, you know, he just wants greatness he wants to go up yeah. levels every single week um, and then Jota he's playing without fear but the what I'm looking forward to most is now is I think we're going to see a new formation I think that's kind of going to be Jota and Bobby kind of playing as a front two not necessarily a front two but kind of one behind the other, other yeah. and I think we're going to see a 3-5-2 and I actually we, we talked about this during the summer about a new formation at Liverpool and I'm actually Quite intrigued to see what way we set up against Brentford next week. Not necessarily in the League Cup, but I'm looking forward to seeing what way we set up against Brentford in the league next week. Because Mm -hmm. I I think that could work really, really well. Uh, We're seeing Andy Robertson kind of, he took a bit of a knock today. I'd love to, not saying that, I'd like to see Simiscus left out because he's been a great deputy when he's come in. But I'd love to see a 3-5-2 with Trent playing higher, Robbo playing higher, because we know that the distribution, when they're on the game, they're outstanding. With the three boys at the back, Matthew Van Dijk and Kunate, when and when we're on the, you know, on the back foot, the two boys just slotting in, because we've seen it a lot of times when Liverpool play. When Man City play teams, the opposition just shit a bit. They're afraid of their life because they know if they concede one early on that it could be a cricket score. What I've noticed with Liverpool is whenever they play, Teams kind of know which way we play. So they, they set up with a bank of five and four, or else four and five. And whenever we're on the attack, it's just compact. It's just everything just comes into line, and we have nothing. So I'd like to see a three-five-two 5 2 against Brentford next week with the two boys up top. I'm expecting, I'm expecting, I genuinely am expecting Jota to, to really, really tear into that, that top scorers chart now with, with Mo Way and do the business. Um, we've got Brentford we've got Brentford at home and then I think we've got Burnley, Leicester and I'm not sure who the fourth game is before the boys come back mm. but um, I'm expecting big things now I know a lot of us have kind of feeling the anxiety of how, how to cope with the two boys the three boys gone away but what are we going to do without Sadio and Mo but realistically Sadio's been off it this season you know and here's a massive opportunity because we talked about this before Noel, when Mo, Sadio and it's always Mo, Sadio, and Jota or Bobby. Mm. Bobby, I'm sure Klopp has told him this as well. And Sadio will know that he's not being up to up the scratch. There was a chance for Bobby to come in, get a few goals under his belt, and then when the two boys come back, it's it's Sadio that has to work for his place because Sadio's kind of been mm. a shoe-in to start every week. And we, we've always said it's it's Jota or Bobby. Now Bobby's only back from injury, but he's got a massive opportunity now. To come mm. back in, get that smile back on his face Play the way we know we can play Get a few goals under his belt And then when Sadio comes back It's look, look, Sadio You have to get back into the team now You haven't been doing it mm. You know, the fans have still supported you But, you know, we're, we're still in with a sniff of the league mm. It's going to take a lot of luck for Man City To drop the points that we need him to drop yeah. him. We still want to finish the season Like, kind of tidy, you know what I mean? Mm.
0: And that's a favourable draw there. We got in the FA Cup as well against Cardiff, so all good at the moment. Well, this has been your coverage of the FA Cup fourth round. And um, thanks for joining me, Bud. As always, head over to YouTube, the upper tier, drop a subscribe and like and notification, all that good stuff. Audio versions show on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and we will talk to you again real soon. Cheers, Peace Bud, out, man.